Let's bow our heads for prayer. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you have gifted us with our Savior, Jesus Christ, who brings to us grace and mercy, a cleansing of our hearts, our body, our mind, our spirit. Not in an easy way, but in a hard way through his own suffering and death on a cross in our place. Lord, remind us that we indeed have been cleansed and that we as your children, as brothers and sisters in Christ, can share those cleansing words of the gospel with people in our own lives. We pray, open our ears to hear, our hearts to understand and to live, and our hands to serve. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Our gospel lesson today, I'm guessing, is a familiar one, the story of Jesus cleansing the ten lepers, the ones who cry out to him, Lord, have mercy on us. It is the gospel lesson every year on Thanksgiving. And the focus of the story is generally on the one who comes back to give thanks. And the question is, where are the other nine? Shouldn't they have returned to give thanks too? And it's a reminder to us that we should always Give thanks to God. And we generally focus on the whole thanksgiving aspect of this, this account. But there's really more to this than just giving thanks. It is this whole concept, if you will, of, of people who are sick, who are ill beyond hope. After all, even today, there is no known cure for leprosy. There are treatments that kind of can keep it in check a little bit, but no cure. In those days, they were required, if you had leprosy, to be outcast from the rest of culture, believing that it was highly contagious. And so they would be cast into these communities by themselves. And they would have to stand and beg for food from a distance. You would expect that as Jesus is, is passing along between Samaria and Galilee in kind of a no man's land, that as they enter this village, what they would have expected is these lepers at a distance to call out and to ask, for food. Give us something to eat. Help us. We're hungry. But instead, 
they cry to Jesus for mercy. Now, somehow, they recognize him because they call him by name. Jesus, Master. Maybe word has reached their ears in some way, shape, or form that Jesus is coming to the village. Have mercy on us. So that begs the question, what is mercy? What is mercy? Generally, we think about it in terms of this, that mercy is withholding a punishment that is deserved. It would be that unruly child who deserves to be punished, Bob, But Sally relents. That's mercy. It is that misbehaving second grader that deserves to go to the principal's office. But the teacher relents and handles it in a different way. That's, that's normally how we think about mercy. the other part of it is is this understanding by people like the lepers who believe that they must have done something wrong in order to deserve the lot in life that they're facing that they must have sinned in some way that this leprosy has come upon them And in asking for mercy, they're asking for the punishment that they currently have, this disease, this illness, to be taken away. We sang the words earlier, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy upon us. Us. It is that prayer, that cry to Christ Himself, to God Almighty, to take away this illness, this disease called sin that plagues us every day. It's this illness, this disease that, that sends Christ to the cross. See, the real mercy comes as Jesus speaks the words while he's hanging on the cross, Father, forgive them. 
That's mercy. It's hard to talk about mercy without also mentioning grace. They're often described as two sides of the same coin. If mercy is is that withholding of a punishment or that removal of a punishment, grace is, is the riches that God gives to us without our deserving them. This is the free gift. The uh, trick that some people use to remember this is to spell it out this way, God's riches at Christ's expense. It's those gifts of God which come to us freely without our even asking for them. We didn't ask for Christ to come into this world. We didn't ask for him to go to a cross and to die in our place. God did that solely because he loves us. That's grace. It's a free, undeserved gift. And so in healing the lepers, Jesus has mercy. He has mercy on all ten of them. And he has mercy on us. But Jesus also has grace. Because we don't deserve it. And he gives it to us by his very blood on the cross, that blood of Christ that cleanses us and washes us clean from all of our sins. It's by his stripes, by his wounds, by his blood that we are healed, that we are cleansed from our sins. See, that's the thing that we need to connect in our minds. That healing and cleansing are connected. That healing of our spiritual, our spiritual selves is, is most important. You remember the story of the man who's lowered through the roof. Can't walk, he's paralyzed. And it's obvious that his friends lower him through the roof because they want to get him to Jesus because they want him to be healed. And we don't know anything about this man. We don't know if he's been laying around on his bed following the advice of Job's friends in the Old Testament. Why don't you just curse God and die? We don't know if he's blaming God for his palsied state or condition. We don't know where his heart is, but when he's lowered through that roof, Christ does. His first words, his first actions with this man are not to heal him from the palsy, but to look at his heart and to say, your sins are forgiven. You're cleansed. 
And that's the true healing that we all need. Because that's the healing that puts us into a right relationship with God. That's the healing that Christ gives to us on the cross. And that's the healing that opens up the way to everlasting life. That's the healing that you and I can offer to each other. That's the healing that we can offer to others in this world. You are forgiven. You are loved by Christ who went to a cross and who died for you. Your sins are washed away by the blood. You are healed. We're reminded of that. In 1 John, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just. And will forgive our sins and cleanse us or purify us from all unrighteousness. That's the cleansing. Go show yourselves to the priests. That's a verification of the physical healing that Jesus has given to these lepers. But the true healing is that healing in their hearts. Because you see, it's not the leprosy that was separating them from God. Yes, the leprosy was separating them from other people, from their culture, from their family, from their friends. But the true suffering is being separated from God. And in the midst of families and friends and cultures and people we mingle with every day, there are those who are dying of illness, of disease, and it's called sin. And God, God gives us the cleansing power in the work of Christ on the cross to remind people that they're loved by him unconditionally. And the forgiveness comes by grace. That's our mission. That's our task. To share forgiveness. To share the grace and mercy of Christ Jesus with the world. Oh, and just so we don't forget, and we will hear it again at Thanksgiving, when that grace and mercy come, don't forget to give thanks to Almighty God. For when one sinner repents, even the angels in heaven rejoice. Live as God's forgiven and cleansed 
people and share that cleansing with others. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.